Open Science Talk, the podcast about open science. My name is Per Pipinaspos, and I'm joined today by Camilla Brecke, Pro-Rector of Research and Development at UIT, the Arctic University of Norway. So welcome to the podcast, Camilla. Thank you very much. We're here to talk about rights retention. Uh, UIT has adopted a new open access policy in which rights retention takes a prominent place. But what is it? Right retention means that uh, the author uh, of the manuscripts and or the uh, employer um, keeps the copyright of uh, the paper. And if you add strategies to this, so you get the right retention strategy. Um, this means that uh, we are aiming to comply with uh, Plan S and uh, UIT, the Arctic University of Norway, We are actually going further uh, because we want all our publications to be uh, open access. So not only uh, research that has been funded by the Research Council of Norway or EU, but all uh, publications that our researchers produce. Well, that's a quite an ambitious goal, I guess. Um, but I've heard something called prior notice and uh, is UIT and Plan S identical in this respect? It is about something about the commercial publisher's right to be notified that this is going to take place, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, um, we are not identical on this. Uh, so with um, Plan S, uh, the author is supposed to tell uh, the publisher uh, upfront when they submit their paper um, that uh, their institution is uh, applying a right retention strategy. While in our case, UIT, the university, will um, publish this information on the website. So the prior notice is taken care of by the institution then on, on the website of yes, UIT. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's very easy for the, for the author, actually. They don't have to do much. It seems almost deceptively easy, doesn't it? I mean, um, so what exactly is a researcher expected to do then? Well, um, of course, to publish their papers, we really want them to publish uh, the papers in um, good journals where they want to publish their paper. Um, the only thing we uh, ask them to do in terms of the right retention strategy is actually to um, upload the manuscript through Kristin. Um, and by doing that, our administrators will check uh, the manuscript and then archive it in the Munin uh, archive. So it will become uh, open access, like green open access in that way. Yeah, you said the manuscript will become green open access. Uh, is it any kind of manuscript or is it at what stage in the process should the, uh, the author then retain the rights? Is it before or after peer review? Well, it's um, after peer review. It's the, the manuscript that was accepted um, by the publisher, uh, but it's not the f 
absolutely final uh, manuscript in terms of um, the manuscript that the, the publisher will publish in their journal, uh, because um, that would be uh, there would be some formatting that would happen after the paper is accepted. Maybe a logo would be added or something like that. But it's the, the final uh, version in terms of the content, the peer-reviewed uh, manuscript corrected and all the content is kind of set. That's the, the version that will be uploaded and that's uh, the version that uh, the author will keep um, the copyright of. Yeah, so that means that the commercial publisher or, or the, the journal publisher will then retain the rights for the version of record, the, the, the PDF on the website typically. Uh, that's, that belongs to the publisher, doesn't it? Whereas this manuscript that has the same content but different uh, pagination, for instance, uh, will belong to the author. That's right. The version of record, that's uh, the version that the publisher um, keeps the co copyright of. Yeah. So there is a distinction there. Hmm. What then for the, the readers or the users of such research papers, if, if they find the green open access version with a different layout, a different pagination, but principally exactly the same content, can I as a researcher quote such papers or, or do I always need to go to the version of record in any case? No, you can definitely quote uh, the green open access version, the, the version that was uh, accepted and uploaded in the in the archive. Yes, but of course you have to, to be aware of which manuscript you are uh, quoting. Yeah, so you need to be transparent in that respect, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It seems that everybody is for open access these days. I mean, the, the Norwegian government, uh, a few years back, they announced that by 2024, every research paper in this country should be uh, available open access, whether it be green open access or, or open access at the publisher, so-called gold or diamond open access, whatever color you attach to it. And uh, Plan S is in effect now, uh, we've already spoken about it, it has the same kind of requirement that everything should be open access, whether it be at the publisher's place or in green open access. And also now, quite recently, UNESCO has a strong statements uh, for open access and open uh, science in general. So couldn't UIT just wait to see the effects of this massive landslide uh, movement um, and then be, uh, why, why should we test it out um, ourselves? Well, it's, it's definitely a movement, but it's not going as uh, fast as we want. And we are also negotiating uh, with these uh, large publishing houses on agreements. And we see that the transition to uh, open access, golden open access, um, is not going as fast as we want. And uh, as you said, uh, we're supposed to be open by 2024. Um, by doing uh, what we're doing now, introducing the right retention strategy, we are pushing this faster and we're basically saying, hey, we are ready to go open. We are doing this now. Look at this. And we hope that other universities, for instance, would come after. With this rights retention strategy that UIT is adopting uh, at an institutional level, then everything that our researchers publish can be green open access. But what if an individual researcher refuses? I mean, there is something called academic freedom. Um, will there be consequences for such um, 
for researchers who refuse to upload their final manuscript? Absolutely not. You can always, um, you know, push a button saying opt out. It means that you don't have to uh, follow this. Um, and then you will get an answer almost right away from the university that, fine, you don't have to um, follow the right retention strategy. So that is no problem at all. It's definitely up to the, the author, the researcher, but we hope and think that most people would go uh, with this and uh, don't feel the need to, to hit that button. So as an employer, UIT respects the academic freedom of each researcher. But what about the publishers? They seem to have these kind of stages in the process of submitting manuscripts where you need to tick certain boxes that you say that all rights are now pushed over to the publisher. So uh, what are the rights of the publisher? Will And will their publishers accept this? It's a, that's You're um, hitting something that is quite confusing af or, uh, actually for, uh, for um, researchers when they are publishing. Often they 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 are faced with all these um, forms where you have to kind of tick off these boxes and sometimes you get a bit uh, uncertain or confused about uh, the situation so that is one side of this so i think this right retention strategy will help it's becoming more easy for the the um, uh, researcher when uh, he or she is going to to publish you don't have to really think about all these forms but what you are asking me now is about what about the rights of the, the publishing house and of course there is a little bit of a risk here uh, on us doing this but um, we think that risk is fairly low and, uh, and the months that has just passed now where we have been uh, assessing this and thinking about this, should we do this? We have also been in touch with uh, other international universities, for example, Harvard University in the US. And uh, they have been practicing this for uh, quite a bit of a time. And uh, their experience is that this is not giving them any trouble. And uh, most of their uh, researchers are actually uploading uh, the manuscript through their um, archive uh, the way, in the same way as we want and practicing their right retention um, and they don't get any problems with the publishing houses so um, but anyway if that uh, if there should be uh, any issue and that uh, the author is contacted by the publishing house the responsibility is not on the researcher it's very important to um, emphasize that it is on the university. So um, there should be no worry, basically, uh, on the re researchers or authors side uh, when it comes to this um, practice. Mm. So that means that an author that uh, says that um, I can't do this because uh, the publisher won't allow me, uh, then you as an institution or institution leader can say, no worries, we'll, we take the responsibility for what you do here. Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Well, Harvard University and, and several other un universities in the US have practiced a similar policy, um, but they are in a US setting and they have perhaps a different legislation. Are you, are you sure that you will be on the safe side, le legally speaking, here in Norway? Can't be hundred percent sure before um, we have a kind of try this out. It's it's uh, impossible to for us to be hundred percent sure, but we are pretty sure, I would say, and feel confident about it. And uh, we would really like to try this out, and we will see how it goes. Well, 
Um, as a professor of, at the Department of Physics and Technology, you are also an active researcher. Uh, and um, have you come across these kind of uh, problems, as you mentioned, uh, when, when you were submitting manuscripts in the past? Yes, uh, I was talking about this uncertainty, you know, when you fill in all these forms and kind of, you know, you, you get a bit worried, I'm, am I giving off? you know, all the the rights to my own work and uh, my own manuscript now, and you, you're not really sure. Um, and it can be difficult to really understand what's going on there, but you really want your paper to be published, right? So you go with it. So I'm thinking that this policy would help in that respect. Now, uh, the researchers at UIT can be sure they keep the copyrights of their own work and they don't have to think uh, much about um, all the, the legal aspects of this and all these forms that has be, to be filled out, etc. So just go ahead and publish your paper and uh, be happy. Well, um, I wish uh, you best of luck with this policy and it will be really interesting to see how it works out in the future. So um, Camilla Brecke, thank you very much for coming to the podcast. Thank you. Open Science Talk is produced by the University Library at UIT, the Arctic University of Norway. Thanks for listening.